Here's the deal, y'all. It's three buckets. Now, soon, and later. That is how you budget for success when it comes to your finances. So whether you're talking about your personal finances or your business finances, there you go. Now, soon, and later on buckets. 10% of the population controls 90% of the money, and it's time to close this wealth gap. My name is Perry Jeffries III, and I'm here to unlock the power of the 10% so you can move one step closer to financial freedom. Welcome to Cash Flow Unlocked. On this podcast, I'll be sharing proven wealth creation strategies and current business tips that you can start to implement today. If you're ready to level up your finances and create generational wealth, then also head over to our private Facebook community called Cash Flow Unlocked. You will not be disappointed. All right, y'all, let's get started. Yo, welcome to this episode of Cash Flow Unlocked. I'm your host, Perry Jeffries, and we are here to help you improve your financial literacy so that you can create financial freedom today and generational wealth for tomorrow. If you're inside our Facebook community, we are doing this live. Feel free to ask questions uh, during the training. Also, too, if you're listening to this uh, via podcast, join the Facebook community so you can get your questions answered in real time and get access to some of our resources inside the community. All right, y'all. So uh, this particular episode, we're going to jump into uh, a budget. Uh, but not the budget in the sense of what many may think we're going to talk about as far as, hey, don't spend money on this and don't don't spend money on that. We're going to more uh, focus on the budget in the sense of a financial plan and how to allocate dollars to different time frames in your life. So we're going to talk about your now, soon, and later on buckets. But before we get started, if you're watching this live inside the Facebook community, I know I look nuts. Uh, I did not realize that my mustache had almost grown fully in until I got on a Zoom call and saw how thick it was. I know my wife is not happy with that, uh, but the grind has been real. Dealing with family, sometimes your personal grooming uh, falls off when you're dealing with family and and, and trying to get some other things done. But looking at this uh, Zoom video, I see my mustache needs to be uh, cut off as well as my facial hair. And I really can't grow a beard. So I got this weird mustache thing going on. Um, My wife saw pictures of me back in the day when I had the thin Pepe Le Pew mustache. I thought it was real player. She didn't like it. So uh, I should just uh, do that. But, you know, I love my wife, so I'm going to keep her happy. So moving on, just kind of just want to share that with you, because uh, if you're watching this live, you're probably like, what is going on with Perry and his facial hair? Because you kind of look like a werewolf. All right, let's get into the money. Now, when we're working with clients and we're helping them put together a financial plan. Right. We talked about the six components that make up your financial plan. Those components are your cash flow, right? I.e., your budget, your risk management, i.e., your insurance to protect yourself against, you know, the what ifs. You have your work optional planning. Some people may call it retirement planning. We call it work optional planning because it's the point in time where you have enough passive income coming in to make work optional. We have investing i.e. where do you put your monies to invest? So whether you're purchasing businesses, whether you're purchasing real estate, stocks, whether you're putting money into insurance products, you know, what's the best product for you based on your goals and your time frame? Tax optimization, 
right? How to mitigate and protect yourself against taxes rising in the future and also to your legacy planning, how you really go about creating generational wealth with the correct paperwork. So those are the six components to having a holistic financial plan. But what we're going to talk about today is your timeframes, right? So when we work with clients and we're budgeting their dollars or we're allocating money to, you know, to their uh, financial goals, we break it down into three buckets, your now bucket, your soon bucket, and your later on bucket. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So your now bucket is where you put dollars that you have earmarked for now. And now meaning that you may need in next zero to 12 months. Okay. So somebody asked this question here recently on on one of our um, reels was, okay, so does that mean I need to have 12 months of my expenses in a savings account? Not necessarily, right? Um, We lean towards having three to six months, but honestly, it's your choices, whatever makes you feel more comfortable. If you're a business owner and you feel more comfortable having 12 months of your income or your expenses set aside into account for now, that is fine. But think about it this way. In the next zero to 12 months, what do you need money for? Let's say that you're saving to buy a car in six months, right? Well, don't call me saying, hey, Perry, I got $10,000 that I want to invest because I want to try to flip it in the next six months because I want to buy a car. I'm going to turn you away and tell you no, because money that you have earmarked for a goal that is between zero to 12 months. How do you invest those dollars? Simply put, you do not. You keep those dollars in cash. You keep those dollars in cash equivalents. You keep that in something where the principal is not going to fluctuate because God forbid you need you know $20,000 to close on a house, but you decided to invest in Bitcoin and now you have $1 and now you can't close on your home. So never invest money that you know you're going to need within zero to 12 months. So this is outside of just, you know, you're having your emergency fund, which we like having three, six or 12 months of that. We're talking about dollars that you have outside of your emergency fund. Okay. Just for clarity purposes. So if you know you need money within zero to 12 months, you're not investing those, you're keeping that in something that is liquid. Okay. Let me give the overview and then I'm going to get into some details here. So let's talk about the soon bucket. Your soon bucket is where you put your dollars or your investments based upon monies that you're going to need in the next two to 10 years. Okay. So, hey, I'm going to buy a car in the next six months. Okay, great. That stays in my now bucket, stays in cash. Okay. Um, my daughters are going to school here in the next, you know, five years. How do I invest or allocate monies for them appropriately? Okay. So the two to 10 year bucket, your soon bucket, you want to look at trying to put the dollars in something that can, you know, does not have a lot of fluctuation, right? So you don't want to have it in a risky asset class that can go up and down a whole lot. You want something that is pretty neutral and without a whole lot of going up and down or fluctuation, But what you're looking for in this particular bucket is something that produces income, okay? So something that produces income. So again, you don't want to be super aggressive, but you want this particular bucket to at least have the opportunity to compete with inflation, all right? So something that can produce some income, but not a whole lot of fluctuation or a lot of volatility, 
Makes sense? Because again, if I want to make sure that my daughters get to school and we have money set aside for college or some along those lines, or maybe you earmark and you say, hey, we're going to buy a house in five years. Again, you don't want to have those dollars invested in a, a risky asset class where you had a potential to lose you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50%, if not more of those dollars, because it's still important for you to have those dollars earmarked. So when we're working with clients from a you know retirement planning or what we call work optional planning, we literally look at it from this standpoint. Hey, client, we know that you need you know five thousand dollars a month to be secure for the next you know two to ten years. So five thousand dollars a month equals sixty thousand dollars for the year. Okay, well sixty thousand dollars for the year. If we say okay, you got a nest egg of a million bucks. What we're gonna do. It's earmarked 600,000 of that. So 10 years of that 600,000, we're going to allocate that to the soon bucket and put it in something where the principal is either protected or guaranteed or has very little fluctuation so that we know for those 10 years that we're not going to run out of money. All right. Our next bucket is our later on bucket. So this is the bucket that's 10 years out. So a lot of younger people, this may be where your money is. If you have a 401k and, and you're under you know, the age of 49, then yes, your money is 10 years out because you typically can't touch those 401k dollars or those IRA dollars to your 59 and a half, right? So if you're 49 and you have and you're talking about your 49 or under, you're talking about 401k dollars that you plan on taking out at age 59 and a half and 60 then this is what you need to be paying close attention to here. Your later on bucket is where you should take on some additional risk. And again, when I say take on additional risk, I'm not saying, hey, go out here and put it all on one trade or you're buying you know, everything in a cryptocurrency or something along those lines. What we're talking about, this is where you can be more aggressive, right? So maybe you do have some cryptocurrency. Our recommendation is that you never have more than 5% of your investable assets sitting in crypto. Full disclosure, we own crypto. Full disclosure, we're one of the few firms across the nation who's actually certified to give advice in the digital asset and cryptocurrency space. So we are not anti-cryptocurrency. We're just anti-doing stupid shit like putting all of your money or taking out, you know, saying a, a line of credit on your home to go buy crypto. We believe in, hey, if you're going to have some, no more than 5% of your investable assets. But this later on bucket is maybe where you're going to have your growth stocks, maybe where you're going to have, you know, earmark your real estate, right? That's how you want to think about these dollars. So effectively, what you have are what you call a now bucket, a soon bucket, and a later on bucket. Why we believe in this so uh, wholeheartedly, this whole bucket plan that we learned uh, probably over a decade ago is because it makes it simple, right? To manage your money, right? To budget your money, to manage your, your, your assets. A lot of times folks are so confused on how they should invest and should they be aggressive? Should they be conservative? Well, if we put the things in terms that, you know, a 10 year old can understand your now money, your soon money, your later on money is so much easier to digest and also so much easier now to navigate. Right. So, you know, client comes to me and most of our clients are trained to talking now, soon and later on bucket terms. So client may come to me and say, hey, Perry, I sold my house and I got, you know, $50,000. What should I do with it? I'm going to ask, hey, is this for now, soon or later on? Or my clients who've been with us for a while literally call in and say, hey, I got, you know, an extra $10,000 I'm going to put into my later on bucket. Or I got, you know, $10,000 I need to put into my now bucket. Now we're having a very even 
playing field conversation with advisor and client. We're not talking over their head, their understanding, you know, kind of what the play is. And now we've broken things down in a very simplistic way that they can understand. Now they can make really good financial decisions. All right. So let me give you guys an example here. So we've had a lot of clients who received this earned retention credit. So uh, uh, from a liquidity standpoint, they've received major checks. I've seen um, uh, some of our clients get half a million of this earned retention credit. I'm not going to spend this podcast episode talking about that, but you can Google it, ERC. So if you had a business and you made it through the pandemic, the government was giving you know a credit for every employee that you kept for every quarter. So some of our clients have received, you know, four or 500,000. We've seen some clients receive over a million. Nonetheless, when they receive these funds, they would come to me and ask the question, Perry, what should I do with the money? Well, let's take that, you know, let's say $100,000 and let's break it down into now, soon and later on buckets. So a playbook that we ran for them was simply this. Hey, if you want to take a portion of this money and say, hey, Perry, I know I need $10,000 of this 100000 to you know, buy a car in the next couple of months or a down payment on something or whatever the case may be. Hey, what are your options? Money market accounts, cash, you know, three, six month CDs, something where you're not going to have any fl- uh, fluctuation in your and in, in the principal, right? So that's how we deal with the now money. So we put it in something that is liquid, that is, you know, hopefully earning some interest, but to be quite fair and honest, it may not earn much at all. Who cares? Because that money is earmarked for now. So zero to 12 months. So that was our recommendation for those clients. Then they may say, yeah, parent, I got this other 50,000 that I want to have for the soon bucket. So I know I don't need this money for two to 10 years. Some strategies that we talked about with them. Hey, maybe we do a whole life insurance policy on a 10 pay where you only pay on it for 10 years. You put the money in. We're not losing any principal. We may have you know, a small amount of fees just to cover the death benefit. But now those dollars are earning interest. The principal is protected. And you now have the opportunity to borrow against that money tax-free. That may be a play. Maybe we're looking at an index universal life. We're starting to add that to our portfolio. Or in some of our clients, maybe this is, hey, I don't want to put it into an insurance product. So maybe we may look at some dividend-paying stocks. We like to look at, you know, dividend aristocrat stocks. So these are stocks that have been paying a consistent dividend over 50 some odd years, right? So they don't fluctuate in value a whole lot and they're pretty consistent with their dividend, right? So maybe we're looking at something on those lines or maybe we're looking at, you know, another fixed product like a fixed annuity. So now in that soon bucket, again, these are some of the recommendations that we have for those clients is like, hey, where can we put the money where we know the principal is going to be there, where it's not going to fluctuate a whole lot, and we can still earn some either some interest in a form of a whole life policy where you're earning some dividends, or you know, with a stock where you're earning some dividends, or you're earning some interest with some of these other products, but something where, hey, I'm not concerned about losing my principal over that next two to 10 years. Or they may say, hey, Perry, so you know, I got $10,000 I normally need for this car in six months. Now, Bucket, I got this other $50,000 that, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to need in the next two to 10 years. Okay, bet. Soon, Bucket. So we got 10, we got 50, that's 60,000. Let's say we got another 40,000 for that 400. Hey, Perry, I know these $40,000, I don't plan on touching for 10 plus years. Okay, now we may look at some growth stocks. Now we may look at some growth mutual funds. Maybe we're looking at a long-term you know, guaranteed income annuity where they can set that money aside and know that they're going to have, you know, guaranteed lifetime income at some point in time in the future. 
Now we're looking at potentially some cryptocurrency and things of that nature, because again, those dollars are earmarked for 10 years out, which means 10 years out, you may have some fluctuation, which is totally normal over a 10 year time frame to have some expansion or some contraction or something going on with the economy, an election year, what have you, right? So, but it can navigate that. So those dollars are now earmarked for that. So when you break this down in order to really master managing your finances, keep the shit simple, right? A lot of advisors are going to talk to you about all these sophisticated strategies and maybe talk over your head and make recommendations that you don't understand. Here's the deal, y'all. It's three buckets. Now, soon, and later. Your now bucket, keeping cash. Yeah, it's not going to keep up with inflation. Yeah, it's not going to earn much, but it's going to be there when you need it. Soon bucket, two to 10 years out, something more con- on the more conservative side, at least gives yourself the opportunity to keep up with inflation or something that's going to give you some income. Later on bucket, that's where you can be more aggressive with your investment strategy because you know you don't plan on touching those dollars for 10 years out. And there you go, y'all. So that is how you budget for success when it comes to your finances. So whether you're talking about your personal finances or your business finances, there you go. Now, soon, and later on buckets. If you're listening to this training on our podcast, yo, we'd love to have you inside our Facebook community. Just simply go to uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cash flow unlocked. You'll answer three short questions and boom, you're in a group and you'll be able to connect with us and ask questions in real time. If you have any questions and you're watching this inside the community, feel free to post your questions. Even if you're watching a replay, somebody from my team or myself will respond to that and make sure everything is rocking and rolling. All right, y'all, I'm going to uh, close us out, move to our uh, Zoom private uh, war room, answer any of our clients' questions that are inside of there. And if you want to get down with the war room and have access to us via uh, and get the Zoom link where you can ask me questions directly, just let us know. You know what I'm saying? Let us know in the comments and, and we can talk about what that process will look like. All right, y'all. Hope this was helpful. Hope this blessed you. If it did, be sure to tag somebody. If you're listening to this episode, be sure to save it so you can listen to it later. Be sure to share it with friends and family and someone that you love so that we can start to manage and master our finances and ultimately close this wealth gap. All right, y'all. Peace. Hey fam, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cash Flow Unlocked. If you want to connect with me and other like-minded professionals like yourself who are on a mission to close the wealth gap and create generational wealth, then head on over and join us in our private Facebook group, Cash Flow Unlocked. Do that right now. Just hit over to Facebook and type in Cash Flow Unlocked and you'll be able to find us. And the subtopic will be Create Financial Freedom and Generational Wealth. When you join, you'll get access not only to our team of experts, but live Q&A and other resources, which we promise will move you closer to achieving financial freedom. And you can take that to the bank. See you there.